Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 non-stop destination for A's baseball. Building the future on the field and in Jack London Square. It's now time to go inside the bill for an in-depth look at what it takes to build the most unique and creative ballpark in sports history. This is the build. The president of your Oakland Athletics, Dave Cavill, with us here for The Build on A's Cast and A's Cast Live. Dave, how are you? Well, I'm doing well. Thanks so much for having me. And, uh, you know, obviously I wish we were still playing baseball, but, you know, I think we have a lot to be proud of from this season. You know, that's the, you know, the number one thing, and we took like well over 50 calls in the postgame show. The one thing, yeah, we're bummed that the season ended. But I think in the end, all of us in the industry are just so thankful we had a season and that we're going to have a World Series and that we got through this. Only one team's going to win. Everybody else will be disappointed. But I think for our sport, just to get through this was very, very special. It was important for the country, you know, that we were able to bring, you know, the entertainment and excitement and joy of a baseball season to Oakland and the East Bay and, and the Bay Area. And so... Um, and it wasn't easy. There was a lot of moments where we thought maybe this wouldn't it wouldn't play out and we wouldn't even have a season. And so a lot of effort went into it. Our players, our staff, the medical team, the league. And um, it was really an amazing accomplishment and one that I think we're all very proud of. Today's episode of The Build is sponsored by Mechanics Bank, the official East Bay Bank of your Oakland Athletics. You know, we had Rob Manfred on uh, during the playoffs. I said it to him. I said it to Billy Bean, I've said it to David Forrest, I've said it to Bob Melvin, and the same goes to you. You guys, we really appreciate the effort that you put out to make it so it was safe for everybody. And there had to be changes made, and I think everybody knew that. But the fact that you led this ship and this franchise, the employees, the players, the other teams, the media, everybody felt safe. You should be commended because the job that you and your staff did and really all of baseball was very, very special. Well, and it was a team effort. It required everyone and it required being nimble and, you know, having a growth mindset to come up with new ideas to solve things and prioritizing health and wellness. And, and we got there. And I think we all learned a lot about ourselves and the organization as part of that there's no doubt yeah and there's a lot of things that have happened in this season that i think like rule changes and expanded playoffs 
I think this is stuff that we're going to see put into baseball full time. Would you agree? Oh, I think so, too. I mean, I thought the extra inning rule with having a, a runner on second base was pretty exciting and created a lot of new energy and got people watching. So I thought that was awesome. I think the expanded postseason, I bet there'll be some form of that as well. So it was an opportunity to innovate and try new things. And I think we should learn from what worked and, and keep that going. Dave, how awesome has it been? Every single day, you turn on your television, there's a playoff baseball game. It, it just been, for a, for a baseball fan, it's like a dream. I, I love it, actually. And you don't need to know, oh, is it an off day? When are they playing? Is it the AL, the NILL? It's just games all the time, and it keeps the pace going. And, oh, yeah, I think that's been one of the best parts of this postseason. There's no doubt. And, and I think about, you know, we'll, we'll – we're not going to talk about every team, but let's just focus on the A's. So proud of our guys because I don't think people realize how tough this season was. Like for playoff games, they're having to get there like at six in the morning to get tested. They had to be in a bubble. It was just a strange. I mean, they had to quarantine in a hotel in Houston. I, you know, as much as this game is physical, if we're ever going to talk about how mentally strong you had to be, this was the year you had to be mentally strong or it would chew you up and spit you out. Oh, there's no doubt. And, you know, baseball players are creatures of habit. And this was the year where all the habits got thrown out of the window because you had to do it, do it differently. And so I think the you know, flexibility that our players showed and their positive attitude and spirit to get through that, to come up with you know, these new operating protocols and follow them really religiously, uh, you're really to be commended for doing that. There's no, no doubt. And how about your manager? Yeah, I mean, listening to all your players, interviewing your players, and having so many of them say, we don't have the success. We don't do what we did this year without the leadership of Bob Melvin. When your own players say that, that's something really special, the guy that you have in uniform in that dugout. He did an amazing job this year under really strenuous conditions and ones that I don't think any of us ever thought would be be happening and I think he got the entire team playing together as a unit and got him through some really difficult times when we had some of the outbreaks uh, the COVID outbreaks and some of the other challenges the air quality the travel the hurricanes I mean there's so many things that 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 life threw at us this year and Bob was that constant steady force that was there the entire time and he just I can't say enough positive things about what he did this year well, I know everybody is, you know, now going back to their homes and they're going to relax and recoup. But Dave Cavill doesn't stop working. So uh, the off season, there is no off season for you. What's your schedule nope. coming up? Well, we're very focused on, you know, trying to get the advanced planning for 2021 uh, to determine, you know, how we can bring fans back into the stadium. So that's a big focus for ourselves and do that in a safe way and understanding what the protocols are and getting a spring training set up. So there's a lot of contingency planning and, you know, making sure we build on the knowledge from this year. And then at, at the same token, you know, there's a lot of work on the ballpark. You know, we have, you know, five or six meetings a week with the city, with the port, with the county, finalizing legal agreements, getting the environmental impact report out, working through the community benefits process, you know, managing our real estate team of seven full-time people. You know, those are all really important tasks and ones that, are critically important for our long-term success. And, you know, that, that, the energy around that doesn't stop in the off season. It just continues. 
You know, I, I think about when you do meetings and you do deals, you, you like to be able to look at people in the eye and have these conversations. How much has COVID-19 changed for you and everybody else that you got to deal with to, to, to get this ballpark done? Well, I think the hardest part is you can't really have the big public meetings, which are necessary for approval. So we've had to kind of rejigger the schedule and while originally we were going to get the approval this year, that wasn't really possible because of COVID. So things have flipped into next year, but you know that in some ways is to be expected with the challenges of having a global pandemic. And we wanted to make sure that we still made a lot of progress this year um, in a lot of facets of the approvals, but that we could bring it to a public vote of the city council sometime um, probably in mid next year. You know, so many businesses have shut down. So many businesses are not going to survive. How how does this affect Oakland, where this ballpark brings all these jobs, helps out the economy of the East Bay in Oakland? Just how important is this project to the city? I think it's more important now with COVID. You know, obviously the city has something like a $60 million budget deficit. You know, it doesn't have enough money for its social services and to fund its, you know, key city services. And so, you know, our project, you know, will bring billions of dollars to the city and $7 billion in economic impact. And that's going to be critically important for the future of Oakland. And the fact that a baseball team can be a catalyst for all that economic activity, 6,000 permanent jobs, 3,000 construction jobs is super important and shows what, what our organization can mean to Oakland and, and to the entire region. And, of course, what, what, what you guys have done inside the community. Talk about how much, uh, you know, the A's have reached out and truly tried to embrace the East Bay, Oakland, and be there during, be there for this community in these tough times. Well, we've, we've tried to really focus on community first this year and, you know, ensuring that we were partnered with the Alameda County Food Bank to deal with food insecurity. And we partnered with the African-American Chamber of Commerce to help Black-owned businesses that were really being hurt hard um, by not being able to operate in the COVID times. And so all these types of things and raising hundreds of thousands of dollars for these causes and doing things like the cutouts as a fundraiser as opposed to something that was just to, you know, make money for ourselves were really important gestures to solidify and kind of reinforce the commitment to, to Oakland. I got to tell you, in the end, like I, I, I remember when – Matt Pearl contacted me saying, we need a picture. And I'm thinking, well, you're yeah. going to cutouts? And I'm like, and then now you think, when we watch games of stadiums that didn't have cutouts, you're like, why didn't they do this? This was a brilliant idea. Oh, yeah. It, it added so much atmosphere, I think. And our fans, I thought, did such a good job in the way they crafted the different ideas. And they had the pet section and the foul ball section where people got the foul balls. And so it was just really fun. And have some of the characters, whether it was, former players like Coco Chris or, you know, uh, the Banjo Man or Tom Hanks. All those things were great in terms of having a little bit of character and kind of feel in a season that was so very, very different. You had Charlie O, Charlie o the mule. <laughs> and we had it right behind the visiting team. How great was that? <laughs> I mean, they had to be turning around going, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they had they had it next to the app, so that was kind of a funny thing. So yeah, well, and I remember on CSN California, you were doing the interview out with the uh, cutouts, and then following you on Twitter, it's like you got all around the cutouts. 
Oh yeah. I was, I was all over the place and uh, I watched from a lot of different vantage points, but I will say I greatly prefer to watch with our real fans and have interactions with them and tell stories. And, and I'm really looking forward to the day where we can bring the people back. That's going to be a great moment for our community, for the Coliseum. And I think, you know, one thing we learned this year was how important it is to have the fans there and what they mean to this organization and to our business. Yeah, it's something that I I, I hate complaining about it because you just sound like a poor loser. But boy, you put 50,000 people in the ballpark screaming at the Astros. It's a whole whole different dynamic. Yeah, and also, you know, I think in playing at Dodger Stadium in a day game when it was like 100 degrees, I mean, the ball was like shooting out of there like a rocket ship. So, I mean, I think the environment – in Oakland, you know, a little more pitcher friendly, the Marine layer, I think it was maybe a little more conducive and we were more used to it, you know, so that wasn't meant to be this year, but obviously we, we love having the Coliseum um, as that advantage and, and, and we'll have that obviously in future years. Yeah. I asked Bob today uh, on the side of the ball, did it say pro V one or pro V one X? It felt like it. I mean, seriously, it was like that, but they were going like 400 yards, you know, it was like crazy. Yeah. So uh, something we haven't talked about, and we'll end on this, is the Coliseum site. Where are we with the Coliseum site with the A's? Well, you know, we own half of it now. So that deal was finalized on the 5th of October. And so, you know, the county share officially transferred to the A's, which is a huge step. And now we're working with the city to try to buy the other half. Um, But even ahead of even buying the city's half, we might be able to start operating um, or, or being more involved in its operations. So I think it, it really bodes well for um, the existing operations at the Coliseum before we open the new building and our efforts in Oakland at large to ensure that, you know, we have success in the East as well. And so we're really happy to achieve that really big milestone and we want to continue to work with the city to finalize their share and, uh, you know, obviously own the entire property. So does this mean when we're able to actually gather together that maybe we could put the old basketball floor down and have like a three-point shooting contest? We can do, yeah, we can have a slam. Why don't you and I do a slam dunk contest? Yeah, that works out. <laughs> yeah, I think I can touch the net, maybe, maybe. I'll lower, I'll lower the rim. I'll lower the rim. Okay, yeah. then I'm down. Uh, let's end on this. I, I brought this up earlier in the show. I kind of like the early start times. And I remember when we were back in Cleveland, they had early start times. I don't know why we start at 707. Has there been any thought in baseball about maybe starting games a little bit earlier so, you know, younger kids can stay up and watch the uh, entire game? Is there any, any talks about that? You know, I think we need to explore that. You know, I think the reason it had been later was twofold. One, some of the TV ratings later at night is better. Um, but also for people to get off work and get to the game, they needed more time. So now with COVID or even post-COVID, where maybe more people would work from home, I think there's a little more flexibility counting in how those game times could be established and it could be more accessible to more people, which would be more inclusive and something that we would definitely support. Well, I got to tell you, for, for Cody and myself, we can't thank you enough for everything that you've done for A's cast and A's cast live and supporting us and, and just keep talking baseball, keep talking A's, keep entertaining because our fan base needs it. And the reason why we've kept this ship rolling is because of you. So we can't thank you enough. 
Well, you guys have done an incredible job and you kept the home fires burning. And I think it's just been a great uh, venue for our fans to interact and incredible job. So congratulations. Well, thank you very much. And it's going to be a wild off season and we'll continue to do the build and keep people updated on uh, how progress is going with the new ballpark. So be safe and we'll talk soon. Take care guys. This has been a presentation of the Oakland athletics. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.